What they advocate in the movie is really a return to an imagined past and to continuing to fight old battles, centuries old battles against the likes of Copernicus and Galileo wow, okay, so, and Darwin. Yeah, I really... I, I hate Copernicus. I want to murder him, murder him. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another Tuesday edition of Fearless with Mark and Amber, a behind-the-scenes of our filmmaking ministry, Fearless Features, where we are creating movies about the issues impacting our culture and society from a biblical perspective. I'm Amber Archer, half of the duo that makes up Fearless Features, and joining me is my husband, the other half of Fearless Features, Mark Archer. Present and accounted for. Mm -hmm. Our goal is to educate, motivate, and inspire others to get involved in their local communities and take a stand for biblical truth and their families. You can learn more about us and the movies we're making at fearlessfeatures.org. And today, we're definitely sharing about people getting involved in their local communities as we share audio from a recent eight-hour school board meeting in Nebraska. Who knew we'd be so popular at another state school board meeting? (laughs) We're not going to make you listen to all eight hours. No, we won't. And we also have a few other things, news and views that are happening around the country This week, but Mm -hmm. we'd also, we just recently on Sunday shared about Fearless Features and our ministry at Stones Hill Community Church in Ligonier. Ligonier, Indiana. Yeah. God's country. Yeah. Pastor Joey Nelson and his congregation. Mm -hmm. Really, it was very cool to be invited to that, to Mm -hmm. get to be there with, uh, uh, with other pro-life speakers. It was, it was their pro-life, uh, slash worldview weekend mm-hmm. so but specifically focusing on the the pro-life issue if you haven't been following indiana <clears throat> uh has just passed sb1 legislation in the indiana state house uh it passed it was signed into law by our rhino governor holcomb um and you know we'll talk about this more on a future episode because we need someone to talk to us about this who was actually there. But my understanding is it looks really good on paper. It's being touted as Indiana is the most pro-life state in the nation, Mm -hmm. but not really because the enforcement of this new law is really weak. If even there at all. Yeah. So, uh, our understanding at this point is that while it will force the abortion clinics to close uh, as far as not being able to perform abortions anymore, they, because the law says that now they have to be done in hospitals. Well, they've been done in hospitals for a while anyway, but it, so, uh, it, they, that's good. Sort of, at least it's a step. Right. But it doesn't completely eliminate abortions. It's it's a step. Yeah. The, the the journey continues. So anyway, we, we but we did appreciate our time there at Stones Hill and Pastor Joey was awesome. Mm-hmm. Loved meeting him. So yeah. Yes, so what kind of current events, news and views do you have going on today? Interesting stuff here. Before we get to our school board meeting. Yeah. Uh, I've got a couple articles. First one is from WorldNet Daily. Uh, taxpayers cancel library for promoting LGBT ideology. Oh. So this is up in Michigan. Parents and citizens concerned about the rampant promotion of LGBT ideology to children in places like schools and libraries often are canceled. 
We know all about that. Yeah. They're told to shut up at public meetings. Their agendas for making those locations safe for children are ignored. Their objections to graphic books is overruled. But now they've struck back. They've canceled a local library where those promotions took precedent. Uh, This was at the Patmos Library in Jamestown. (laughs) Jamestown Township. I I found it ironic that it's Patmos Library. Do you know what the Isle of Patmos is famous for? No. That's... That was a, a penal colony. That's where the Apostle John was exiled to. That's where oh, he wrote yeah. the book of Revelation. Um, anyway, members of that de- community described as politically conservative voted to gut the library's funding because the library promoted an LGBTQ themed graphic novel. Mm-hmm. The novel in particular that they were talking about was genderqueer. Uh, which we haven't talked about specifically on this podcast, but many people who are do listening a, know. Yeah, about, do a quick Google search and you'll uh, see. It is, and don't do it with your kids around. No. Because it is porn. Uh, the community in Ottawa County rejected plans to renew a property tax that would have supported the library. The report explained the vote guts the library's operating budget in 2022 2023. of the library's $245,000 budget comes from that source. Wow. You know, there's a, there's a, there really is a part of me that feels bad for. This is death by management is what this is. Management did this. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of management, library board president, Larry Walton complained that without the taxes from property owners, the library is likely going to run out of money. Sometime last or next year, I wasn't expecting anything like this, he said. He claimed the library, quote, is the center of the community and complained that taxpayers who voted against his agenda are short-sighted. You know, the thing is, it's not like people, and, and that's the thing, we're not for book banning. We're for book boundaries. These things are not suitable for children. Mm-hmm. Um, Tuesday may be the first time a community voted in effect to close its library rather than have it remain open with books some consider to be indoctrinating children. Mm-hmm. Right on, Michigan. Six, <laughs> this is a, 62% of the voters rejected the funding. Only 37% approved. Yeah. That is overwhelming. Uh, because, at, and here's, here's the fascinating thing. And for people, uh, here, here's people who are motivated to get engaged in their local communities. That's mm-hmm. the thing we say all the time. You have got to engage in your local community. It's where all the difference gets made. These people did. That's right. And more specifically, I got give a shout out here. Amanda Ensing, one of the promoters of the campaign against the tax, said, quote, they are trying to groom our children to believe that it's okay to have these sinful desires. It's not a social issue. It's a biblical issue. That's right. The vote means the library will continue to get taxes through the first quarter of 2023. Then we'll have reserves of 325000 that will be depleted. Well, you know, uh, and, and nearly 100 books in that library have the LGBTQ theme. Mm, I, I guess the library board better reconsider their selections. Yeah. You serve the community, don't you? <laughs> well... 
And We're the center of the community. <laughs> well, apparently you're not. Well, and all these books are getting all these awards so that they look like they're so great for kids to read. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any more thoughts on that one? Well, it was it made me think of um, another another uh, project that we had talked about. Just how a community rallied around to get the pornographic book or bookstores and oh, yeah. movie theater shut oh, down yeah, it, yeah. you know and it's concerned citizens what was it it was concerned uh, citizens for decency through law yes there you go thank you yeah i'll give you a thumbnail sketch of that so this was actually what led us into um doing dis, um the mind polluters. the mind polluters yeah um this is a true story that took place here in our hometown of fort wayne indiana that in the late 70s through the mid to late 80s, Fort Wayne, Indiana was the first community to take a stand and fight back against the pornography industry. Mm -hmm. And it is a stunning story of how it wasn't just churches. It was community members. It was even a Democrat mayor. Well, and that's what you see here in Michigan. I mean, I'm sure not all of the people who voted to to nix this was it a property tax it was a property tax yeah you know i'm sure not all of them are go to church they're they're just for moral decency statistically they're they're not all churchgoers but people this is this is beyond the pale now and people are sick and tired of Mm -hmm. these libraries and these school boards getting away with this um and incidentally the the what happened here in fort wayne through an organization called Citizens for Decency Through Law, they did shut down two porno movie theaters, three pornographic bookstores, and the case went all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. And it set legal precedent for many things. And uh, one day, one day we'll we'll tell that story in a film. But for right now, the Lord's got us here. (laughs) Won't be today. (laughs) Um. Okay, I've got another one here. So this is from uh, J.D. Rucker, uh, who run he he does a podcast, um, and he's got a uh, a blog on Substack. So Substack okay. is a Substack dot com is a blogging site. It's it's where a lot of uh, band bloggers are going. Uh, Glenn Greenwald is there, mm-hmm. and um, uh, anyway, it's uh, they're they're. It's very supportive of free speech. And so I'm on his mailing list. Um, Trans supremacy group busted sending hormones to kids without prescriptions or parental consent. Oh, I think I saw. um, Didn't Matt Walsh on Instagram screenshot it and send it to the FBI? This is all about Matt Walsh. So Matt Daily Wire's Matt Walsh has done a lot to expose the LGBTQIA plus supremacy agenda. Particularly the idiocy about the definition of a woman. We talked about that film. His latest discovery involves potential criminal activity as a woke group led by a woke academic has apparently been sending hormones to children through the mail without prescriptions or parental consent. According to the now-deleted Instagram post from Eli Ehrlich, and it's quoting him, this is the guy who was the ringleader of it. So he writes... There are over 20 states trying to criminalize hormone therapy, particularly for trans youth. So, my friends, I had an idea. Sending out our extra prescriptions around the country. 
If you need hormones, I'm working with a distribution network to get you access. Everything is free, no questions asked. We have hundreds of doses of testosterone, estradiol, and spinolactone. Uh huh. Available right now. All are prescribed by doctors and unused. Each package mm. comes with information on dosage, obtaining blood work, etc. I realize this is only a band-aid solution. We need full access to affirmative medical care from professionals immediately. However, missing a single dose of hormones can be devastating, especially for trans teens and those new to hormones. These laws are outrageous, and I can't wait for them to be overturned. In the meantime, DM me, that's a direct message, DM me if you need HRT or have, or if you have over-prescribed hormones you'd like to send out. Unbelievable. What a nightmare. Now, at Eli Ehrlich has deleted the Instagram post announcing an illegal multi-state drug running operation. It was up for over two months. <laughs> Without Instagram taking it down. Thoughts, comments, questions, concerns. No. Every parent's nightmare. And how many kids who weren't ever trans or... You're talking mm -hmm. about drugs. Yeah. And... Yeah. These are... Wow. I mean, th these, these are... Yeah. This is... These are permanent... So, you know, permanently body altering drugs that they're able to just get Inject. in yeah again these people are not and it's targeting kids right they're not based in science obviously they're trying to do whatever they can they're desperate these people to to hook these kids on these drugs yeah. it's Maddening. yeah it's absolutely and and will anyone be prosecuted for this probably not Not by this administration they won't okay i have a couple i have an, an, two more that are go together that are actually quite entertaining <laughs> okay so we've talked about how because uh, we, we like movies here yeah because we do movies we and we've talked many times about how woke entertainment nobody wants to watch it uh-huh right so this is from, uh, I got this off of InfoWars, but it's an article originally on Zero Hedge. Entertainment companies start dumping woke content as viewership tumbles. <laughs> we talked about this Say on Netflix. So. <laughs> Say it ain't so, right? <laughs> After around five years of an unprecedented leftist onslaught on the entertainment industry, we are finally starting to see the rampage lose oxygen. There's a weakness within woke productions that the alternative media has been pointing out for a long time. They don't make a profit because they are designed to appease a minority of leftist, leftist zenials that don't have any money. Uh -huh. <laughs> Business 101, this is the wrong crowd to rely on for cash flow. Mm -hmm. It is fair to say that the entertainment industry was partially conned. First, there are those tantalizing ESG loans. That's environmental social governance loans um, that can be easily had uh, as long as a company loudly declares their fealty to the social justice agenda. Then, of course, there is the fact that many corporate CEOs and marketing people, I found this is interesting, track Twitter trends with the ignorant assumption that Twitter is actually a reflection of the real world. 
Oh my word. Well, and well, and what's fascinating about that is because, you know, with this whole debacle with Elon Musk mm-hmm. and buying Twitter, how many of those are fake accounts? That's why he that's that's why he rescinded his offer right. because and Twitter so- refused to reveal Yeah. how many spam accounts there really were and that was part of the deal you have to reveal these things and they refused so what does that tell you yeah it's all fake and it's so a, and so if you're relying on twitter to get your um you know what trendiness yeah. of the world project veritas has done exposés on twitter where they interview people who are pretty high up in management and they basically admit that everyone at twitter is a communist mm-hmm um so let me continue here the woke mob on twitter is amplified by the company itself while most contrary voice voices are stifled and buried anyone using the twitter echo chamber as a marketing gauge would be led to believe that leftist ideology is the prevailing ideology of the nation it's not even close mm-hmm. uh leftists could take over every platform for media distribution they almost have but they still can't force the public to consume woke content ain't that the truth eventually the loss of viewers and profits is going to hurt their bottom line and let me just interject here um think what you want about you know whether or not you like tom cruise or the top gun series but we went and we saw top gun maverick and it is an excellent it, film. It is an excellent film. I mean, language aside, right? Yeah, there were a few it, spots. But even compared to the original, mm-hmm. the first one was very 80s, very sexual, um, you know, a little cheesy in parts, but still a classic film. This one was mind bogglingly good. Yeah. And really made you feel good about america really i mean it's it, and and appreciate going to the theater to yes. see a movie like you didn't waste your money how many yes. films have people got up and walked out of because you just can't stomach right. what you're even watching right and you know what it's amazing because on a personal level not that i've ever met tom cruise but he's he's a wackadoodle <laughs> he has just personally he's just a weird weird guy but you watch Top Gun Maverick and you just love that man. I mean, you just think, I am so glad that Maverick is still alive and kicking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, they just did a bang up job all around. And it's very unwoke. Yeah. Very masculine, very pro America, very, you know, it, it's just a great story. Um, they go on talking about Warner Media um, and the new CEO at Warner Media. His name is David Zaslov. So Warner Media Group also owns or uh, is now owned by Discovery. Okay, okay Discovery Networks. Yeah, <clears throat> this is interesting. Gets into this uh, the second story. Um, Zaslov was behind the torching of the news service CNN Plus. After less than a month of operation, when it utterly failed to pull in subscribers, no big surprise to the rest of us. Now he has shelved the one hundred million dollar Batgirl movie. <laughs> Does it say why? Uh, what's that? Does it say why? Um, a woke travesty with woke directors, which test audiences hated. Uh huh. I've got a second article with similar details on that. He also is reportedly cutting the impending Supergirl movie which rumors indicate was designed to replace the beloved Superman franchise with a female version played by a race-swapped actress of Colombian descent. 
Okay, wait a minute. Wait. <clears throat> so I gotta I gotta chuckle here for a second because if they're if they're pulling these films, mm-hmm. how hard is it going to be for them to stomach? Making something that would actually be conservative in nature. Well, you know, I I can tell you that, and I've said this before. <laughs> as and as as frustrated as we all get with Hollywood, you got to remember that for the most part, the, there's the people, the loudmouths on top, that are truly. Some of them are truly woke. Some of them are truly leftist communist ideologues. They're evil, evil people. Mm -hmm. The people that actually do the work, the DPs, the, you know, the camera ops, the, the grips and gaffers and lighting technicians. There there are great screenwriters. They're just people trying to Mm -hmm. do their work. They're just, they're excellent at their work and, and they're just trying to get by yeah. with this. They're they're not all like that. I know a lot of people through the years that that work in the industry, and you know what? They're just they're just really skilled technicians, and they're family people, and they just it's just what they do. It's you know like what? it's almost like being a construction worker. Sometimes. Well, and the, and the same is true even <laughs> while we talk about teachers. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, there are wonderful god-fearing teachers in in the school systems but then you've got some that are not and yeah and they're ruining it for everyone else there's a loud ones on top yeah um continuing here another event that shocked leftists was netflix taking an axe to uh, uh to first kill a lesbian vampire series that no one asked for and apparently no one watched We don't have Netflix, so I I don't know anything about it. This was after Netflix canceled a host of woke programming in the past couple of months, including a show called Anti-Racist Baby, written by well-known critical race theory propagandist Ibram X. Kendi. Oh, my word. And another animated show called Q-Force. Right. What do you think Q stands for? Queer Force. HBO Max recently canceled their Gordita Chronicles. That sounds tasty, actually. Gordita's there. Uh, anyway, after only one season, the show, based on a Dominican immigrant family, heavily pushed the leftist narratives of victim group status and depicted America as a racist and oppressive nation. Uh, however, some companies like Disney have chosen to foolishly double down on woke com- content after numerous box office failures and others like Warner have lost a lot of goodwill from their customers. Since 2016, the strategy of media has been to attack customers in response to criticism rather than listening and learning. And as an aside, another article here, I won't read the whole thing, about the Batgirl movie. Um, Tuesday's decision to shelve the film and not release it at theaters or on streaming platform, it must be bad. Really, if you're not even going to try and make your money back on streaming, not even putting it on streaming comes as audiences at test screenings were reportedly not receptive of the movie, which cast actress Leslie Grace as the Cape Crusaders female counterpart. (laughs) Those tests were said to be so poorly received by moviegoers that the studio decided to cut its losses and run. Oh, my word. For the sake of the brand's future. How much did it cost to make it? Did it say? Uh, well, this says $70 million. The other article clocked it at $100 million. 
quote, it's a DC disaster. Wow. DC Comics. Yeah. The movie's star-studded cast included Michael Keaton as Batman. Wow. J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon. I find it interesting that Michael Keaton came back to be Batman again. Um, J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon. Brendan Fraser as comic book villain Firefly. Uh, Yeah. That's, That's pretty stunning. But apparently, the spin, of course, that they're putting on it is that, well, they decided to... To shelve it to uh, to get a tax write uh, tax write off. Sure you did. Okay. Sure you did. That's okay. a nice 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 attempt to cover it up. Yeah. But the truth is nobody wants to watch Batgirl. So 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 we have some audio from Nebraska. Yeah, we, you know we've been making waves and with our movie, The Mind Polluters. Apparently, we had no idea. <laughs> We had no idea we would have such super fans in Nebraska. We do have super fans in Nebraska. I mean, and it, they weren't even, they were trying to talk about our movie and talk about us, but wow, really got a lot of things wrong. Yeah. So we were sitting and, uh, you know, just uh, doing some work here and, and got a, a message from someone in Nebraska. <laughs> Which is that hysterical. I said, <laughs> said, hey, by the way, they're talking about your film and this uh school board meeting and she sent a link and so we went and we found it and wow we have to share it with you so here we go we're just gonna comment as we go along yeah again my name is steve berkey i uh, grew up helping raise cattle and crops on a family farm in dawson county yes uh, went to country school and a small high school which turned out to be excellent educational preparation for my undergrad years at dana college in blair and then i went on to get Two graduate degrees from Wartburg Theological Seminary in Dubuque, Iowa. Uh, and MDiv is a four-year professional degree, that, which led to me be, be becoming an ordained pastor, from which I recently retired. Okay, thanks. Uh, Lutheran thanks for all church that. tradition. I I also did several Remember, he's only years got five of minutes. additional right. academic study and have a an STM, a master's in sacred theology. Okay. No, and my done? thesis focus there was the relation of theology and science. Oh, I, this is I currently context, live Mark. in a beautiful context. rural area of beautiful. Lincoln County. Okay. Okay. Uh, my public comments today are directed in regard to the movie The Mind Polluters, which <laughs> oh. has been shown around the state. Okay, pause. This is a documentary style film that has been interjected okay. into Various state board of education campaigns in this state and really around the country, I think. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> this was really, really entertaining to mm-hmm. me. Okay. So he's it's, got a lot of qualifications, right? And lots of degrees. He's very. It's, academic. it's not like the mind polluters is not being shown in in public schools. I mean, why do why not, do we why do we go knowledge. to school board meetings to talk about what's happening in the schools mm-hmm. and so why you're trying to give a movie review at a school board meeting? We don't, you know, we don't live in Nebraska, so we're not, we're not don't live in you Nebraska. Know, whatever you guys in Nebraska are doing, bravo Bra- is, is all I'm gonna say because <laughs> this is this is entertaining. Right. So all right, can you want to uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. This is very important what he has to say. Okay. About this documentary style movie. Okay, okay. let's hear it. Um Given my background in science and theology, I've found this disappointing that this movie is so misleading (gasps) and really rife with misinformation. Two hours. Two hours. Sadly, the film is also designed to be a rhetorical kind of hit job against uh, almost all educators and especially public schools. That's (laughs) one of the main purposes. Wow, he's got that so wrong. (laughs) 
Um, no, nowhere did we ever talk about. I'm. How many times have we said this? But nowhere in the film does it accuse all teachers. Nope. It's the curriculum, fella. Yeah. Why don't go look and see what the and your, and and your own state yeah. standards. Nor does it ever say all schools. But you know what? I don't have to look at all schools. I only have to look at 50 states and what their public school curriculum requires. Yeah. And then I can tell you that in that state, if these things are required, it is in every public school. Uh-huh. That's, so I, that's, so, yeah. uh, that's science. Okay, right. go ahead. Go that's ahead, because it gets better. Deductive reasoning. Yeah. Anyway. The filmmakers operate out of what I would call... Uh, kind of a retro Christian mindset retro. that has a very what schizophrenic relationship to science. Wow, schizophrenic relationship to science. <laughs> well, I don't even know how to. Re- well, I do. I know how to respond. Well, to that. well, I wonder what he's talking about. Roses are red, violets are blue. <laughs> I'm schizophrenic, and so am I. I whatever. I do. Wow. I don't even know how to respond to that. I'm just, I'm just going to let them drone on. Here what we go. Idiotic. That is, on the one hand, the filmmakers and the people behind this want to take advantage of all the fruits of science and technology. So they have tons of video and podcasts tons. and tons. websites and social media. Tons. All those but on the other hand, when it comes to studying science, uh, whether that be biology or even the history of the universe, <laughs> the movie declares that Really, all this research in cosmology is ultimately irrelevant. Whoa. Where did I declare that? Wow. I wonder where he got that from. I, you know, my, my thing is, I've listened. So this is the second time now listening mm-hmm. to it. I listened to it once and thought, oh, my gosh, this is hysterical. But now listening to it again, it makes me wonder, did he actually watch the movie or did somebody else from Just- maybe the school board <laughs> give him some talking points? I don't know. I don't know. Either way, like, is this guy getting paid for this? I don't remember anywhere where we declared science to be irrelevant or uh, that he kind of accuses us of being ignorant to to biology, biology. Are you a boy? Am I a girl? You are a girl. I am sure of that. (laughs) And I am a boy. And I do have a degree in engineering, so I have studied science. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Let's I, see what okay. else he's got. That science has to be supplanted or negated by their reading of Genesis 1 through 11. So those few chapters of the Bible. Whoa. Okay. Okay. What did you say? Negated by? Negated by our reading of Genesis 1 through 11. And wait, and that's so that's canceling out science? Is that what he's saying? I think what he's saying is... We take Genesis 1 through 11, literally. Wait, and this guy is supposed to be a pastor? He's a pastor. He's a science I, pastor. <laughs> His four-year college degree. He's from science. Let's okay, got continue it. with the science pastor. And uh, and so the, the people, what they advocate in the movie is really a return to an imagined past <laughs> and to continuing to fight old battles, <laughs> centuries-old battles against the likes of Copernicus and... Wow, okay, so Darwin. Yeah, I really I I, hate Copernicus. I want to murder him, murder him. I don't even know who that is. (laughs) What are you even talking about? What is he talking about? I'm just going, I'm I'm trying to validate his concerns. Oh, whatever, guy. I'm still fighting against Copernicus and Darwin. Wow, okay. Yeah. Um, Centuries old. I don't know. He's he's just off in his own. Well, that's what I said. I don't know if he actually even watched the film. I. 
Probably not, but well, let's continue. And Einstein. Oh, no. oh and Einstein. Folks. I hate Einstein. I, I'm only a little bit <laughs> tongue-in-cheek when I say good luck with that, if that's your goal. And I... That's not... That's, that's not. <laughs> that was never the goal? No, it's, it's not. Steve, that's <laughs> not... That wasn't our goal. Thanks for calling. I think it's also very ironic, as we're here at the Innovation Campus, that that is the approach that's, that the, some of the folks in the movie take. Okay, whatever. Another thing that's uh, troubling is the troubling. movie takes serious liberties with the commandment to not bear false witness against your neighbor. What? So we're liars. Right? Not bear false witness against your neighbor. So, in other words, he's accusing us of lying through the film. So now, a scientist then would then back that up. For example... This they say this, but here is what science says, and they say this, and this is what science says. So surely he's going to get to that. Here we go. Uh, it's disturbing to see how these pious filmmakers, their pious. names are Mark and Amber Archer. Oh, yay! You they, got her dates they right. They promulgate broad and casual accusations that schools in general and educators are grooming children. It's one of the big points that they talk about. One of the big points they talk about. If he talks low and slow. It's, and he accuses us of being, bearing false witness. Right. This guy has no idea what the film's even about. Right. You've, I don't think you've actually watched it, but let's continue. So these filmmakers brand their, their enterprise, uh, their nonprofit ministry that they call it. They, they, they brand it? it as taking a bold stand for the truth. Thank you for noticing. But the content of the movie shows uh, clearly a different reality. A different oh, reality. A dude. They attempt to damage the reputation of public schools and the vast majority of teachers in order to promote their supposed religious solution. No, you do that on your own you. when you present pornographic materials and obscene materials to children. Mm -hmm. So I'm here today as a religious leader and a citizen of our state and feeling compelled to lift up these strong cautions, cautions. about the message of this movie and, and those people who would advocate or promote such an approach to education. Thank you. <laughs> Thank so you. you only feel the need because whoever you voted for didn't win. <laughs> um. So, and this is interesting because, and again, we have not, we, we don't know very many of the, the people involved in all this in Nebraska. We know, you know, Mark Bonkowitz and who's in the film. Bentley who are in the film mm -hmm. with Nebraskans for Founders Values. But remember a few months ago when we were talking about the, the people who are threatening to show up in clown costumes. Yeah. In Nebraska. In Nebraska. At screenings. That was to protest uh kirk penner mm -hmm. who was running for school board and uh, which I, he won which he won and he was actually in this meeting listening to this <laughs> yeah. buffoon spew this nonsense about the film but kirk penner showed the film several times yeah. as part of his as part of his campaign and, well, maybe, you uh, know, and apparently he won well and, and as i said so this guy's just mad knowing that Kirk showed the film. Right. And so in order to try and put a dig at Kirk, right. let's go and denounce the film. Right. But this guy clearly is the most ignorant of all because he yeah. has no legitimate points at all and, and yeah, really dude, so stupid about even the content of the film. Dude, you had five whole minutes there to and make there your nothing. point. And you and again, 
again, you you had five whole minutes to make your point. You have done nothing but just you've attacked Mark and Amber. Fine. I don't care. Yeah, we don't care. Say what you want about me. Sticks and stones, bro. Like, I don't. I don't care what you think of me at all. I really don't. I'm not here for people like you. And by the way, we saw the curriculum in Nebraska. Yeah. It's in the film. Yeah, actually. So why don't you go and do your homework yeah. and talk to parents who are concerned that their kids are being groomed yeah, so at if, public school? So if you've seen the film or maybe you have a copy of the film. I'd again, be happy I to go, send you one. <laughs> go back to... In the bottom right corner, every time we cut away to a shot of materials or video segment, we source cite it, Mm -hmm. right? Bottom right corner, it tells you what it's from. And the materials that you're talking about are the three R's, which is right at the beginning Mm -hmm. of the film. The three R's, rights, respect, responsibility. From Advocates for Youth. Where Monika Klein is talking about how they believe that children have sexual rights. And then we cut to that shot of that material. That's from Nebraska. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> so <laughs> do your own homework. So I'm I no, I'm not even sorry to blow a hole in your canoe. I, <laughs> no. I'm happy to shoot it full of holes and watch you go down. You are ignorant, sir. And by the way, how dare you stand there and proclaim yourself to be a minister of the gospel? Oh yeah. And then shame on you, shame on you. He apparently has a problem with Genesis 1 through 11. Yes. And to stand there and proclaim yourself to be a minister and deny the Bible, deny the truth of the scripture. Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Right. And what will he say? Let me just ask you one simple question, sir, with all of your knowledge and expertise. If Genesis 1 through 11 isn't true. What in the Bible is true and who determines what parts of it are true and what parts aren't? This is the problem with woke progressivism in the churches. See, you can't you can't have a smorgasbord choose your own adventure, right? With <laughs> the, with the Bible. <laughs> I like this part, but this part I don't like. Sodom and Gomorrah, that didn't really happen, but the creation, now nah, that took Millions of years each day was a million and a half years. No, 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 no. You are a false prophet, sir. Mm -hmm. Shame on you. And the Lord will deal with you. Yeah. And that's that's all I you know, I don't care about the rest of it. I mean, you're you're a a fool anyway, because you obviously haven't, haven't watched the film. Yeah. You can make fun of me all you want. I don't care. But you, sir, do not stand there and proclaim yourself to be. A pastor. How many generations have you led astray? Yeah. Sad. Sad to think about. Shame on you. Well, you guys, thanks for listening through to the end. That's all the time we have for today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on your favorite listening platform so you never miss an episode and you can stay up to date on our latest projects and current events. And if you like this program, be sure to share your support at fearlessfeatures.org forward slash give. Or you can text the word fearless to 808. 808- 888. You can help make a difference and help others take a bold stand for the truth and against the wickedness around us when you partner with us through our nonprofit Fearless Features. Have a wonderfully blessed day. Lord willing, we will talk to you again next Tuesday. <laughs>